This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagistilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Your faith must be far more an attitude than it is an exercise. Meaningful faith, faith with true power that changes things, involves more than hearing about it, knowing about it, confessing it, hoping for it, or even asking God for it. God has already given every born-again believer a measure of faith, What we do with our portion, God has left for us to decide as we grow in godly wisdom and in His Word. In this inspired four-day series entitled, Effective Faith Must Be a Lifestyle, Pastor Ray addresses the truths behind living a lifestyle of faith or a lifestyle whose faith produces nothing. Because it's not enough for the Christian to exercise faith only, when easy to do so, we're reminded that God expects that the results of our faith will always be good, producing nothing less than miracles every time. How's your faith today? A lifestyle or merely a spiritual exercise? So this morning, we're going to continue a little bit more. I've been really enjoying uh, teaching on this faith series. And have you been enjoying the teachings on the faith series? And... um, I love this stuff and I could just keep on going with it because there's so many things to teach and so many different things to talk about. And every week after I finish, you know, I go home and I kind of reassess what I've done, you know, at that that service that we just, you know, I just left. And um, I think, wow, I could have said this or I should have added that or here's a whole section that we need to go over. And then I start thinking, and, and that's how I, I create my next week's message, because I think about all the things that I could have, would have, or should have said, and I said, well, we'll just make it into a whole other lesson the following week, and uh, that's how we keep it going. So today I want you to open to Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, and um, we've talked about different things. We talked about the operation of faith. We talked that faith needs hope. We talked about faith comes by hearing. We talked about the attitude of faith. Um, In all these lessons, we've hit many, many aspects of of faith. So I hope and trust and pray that your faith is increasing, that you are learning uh, truly to develop and to grow your faith. Amen? Uh, Because your faith can revolutionize your world. It'll rock your world. It'll change your world. Uh, many people who do not have had the opportunity to hear this kind of teaching or these messages, um, you know, are stuck in a world that they think they can't change or they can't get out of, and, or they think that they have to change it themselves with only human power. And I'm telling you that, you know, you put faith, which is divine power, with a little bit of human ability, and you put that together And you're going to see what God can do in your life and how he can change your circumstances and that your tomorrows can be greater and better than any of your yesterdays. And, you know, you look at me, I am a, I'm a, I'm living proof of what faith with following after God and trusting God by faith can produce in a person's life. And, you know, I've said this over and 
over and over again, but I, I want you to get it because sometimes I don't think that people truly understand it because you see a person after they have gone through all this stuff and they've now become something or they look like something or they have something and everybody thinks or most people think that they just arrived there, that it just happened, but it didn't happen. Um, it wasn't always like it is right now. So it took faith expressed way back there when I barely had anything uh, trusting God and developing and learning how to walk by faith and trust God little by little by little that ultimately brought me to the place that I am today. And it's not fully where I'm going to be. Amen. Amen. You watch me, you think I'm, I'm old and slowing down. No, I'm old and just warming up. So get ready. It's, it's going to get better as we move along. I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to quit and I'm not going to give up until Jesus calls me home or he comes back to take us home. Amen. So we are, we're walking out the life of faith. Now we talked about the two key verses or a few key verses about faith and the importance of faith in our life. And we saw in Romans um, 117, it says that the just shall live by faith. So faith is supposed to be a lifestyle, not just a once in a while occasional occurrence. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle of faith. It fits into and ought to work into every aspect of our lives. In other words, we ought to be using and expressing faith for everything in our life. Faith for our marriage, faith for our kids, faith for our peace, faith for our joy, faith for our forgiveness, faith for our love walk. Are you with me? Faith most certainly for our finances and for our careers and our future. But we ought to be plugging in faith in every area of our life because we understand that according to the Bible definition, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So if there's something that I don't see that I want or need, then I need to express faith for it. Can I get a better amen than that? I need to learn to use my faith to bring what I don't have, need, or want into this natural realm. Faith reaches out into the unseen realm and brings it into this natural realm. It's done by faith, all right? Uh, just like it says about God, calling those things that are, uh, that, that are not as though they were. That's how God created the whole universe. He said, light be and light was, right? He said, he said firmament recede from the waters or, or, or uh, firmament come up from the waters and it did. And dry land appeared. So you see, that's how we are to operate because Jesus taught us that in, in Mark 11. We see, he says, have faith in God. And actually, I've read and it is, uh, it is actually written in other um, uh, translations of the Bible where it says, in, in, instead of saying have, the, have faith in God, it says have the faith of God. If anyone says to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes the things that he says, he will have whatsoever he says. So, so if we're going to have the faith of God or have faith in God, however you want to look at it, then we're going to call those things that are not as though they were. That's how you bring things from the unseen realm into the natural realm. It's done by faith. And then we just say, well, Lord, we've prayed, we've confessed, we commanded, and therefore now, by faith, we receive it. We just thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, until it absolutely manifests. And we just say, I believe. I believe it's this way. I believe that I'm healed. I believe that I'm, I'm prospering. I believe that I've got the new job. I may not have it, but I believe it. That's it. 
I believe it's coming. I believe it's coming. I believe it's on its way. Do you understand? You see, and that's the operation of faith. That's how you bring what you need from the unseen realm into the natural realm. That's how I have all these years worked this ministry and came from 12 people to what you see today to, I don't know what we are, you know, numbers go up and down, but whatever it is, let's just say it this way, to where now we're at a platform where we're reaching millions of people. But through faith and through holding on to my faith and activating my faith and believing, just believing, I believe, I just believe it's going to be, I believe, I believe this is the way it is. Just believing it and confessing it every day, I believe, may not, I don't see it, but I believe it. Eventually, it was manifested in my life. Now, that brings me to this point, all right? This is the thing that we want to talk about today. That you have to understand that faith is a process. This is not a a, a magic lamp with a genie that you rub and he comes out and says, I give you three wishes. That's, That's not how it works. This is the process of faith. And if you're, if you're, If there's anything you want or need or desire, then you're going to have to be willing. You ready? Hold on to your hats because this is what people don't want to hear. You're going to have to be willing to submit yourself to the process of faith. Thank you for those weak amens. There are better amens coming from this side than there are from this side. So I'm going to preach on this side because I feel people on this side are getting what I'm talking about. It's the process of faith. It doesn't happen overnight. And you see, this is the test that you and I go through because we we start to believe God for things according to his promises. But because things don't happen quite on our time frame or as quickly as we would like to see, see things happen, we begin to wane. We begin to give up. We begin to back off of our faith. Our faith begins to weaken because we have some other time frame in mind that maybe God does. You have to be willing to go through the process of faith. Say it with me. The process of faith. So it's not going to happen overnight. It takes time. There are things that God has to set in order before you can walk into those blessings. It was like way, way back when we first started. One of my friends was very, very close to me and uh, we were very close friends. And when he you know, when I told him I was starting Living Word, uh, he says, oh, this is what he said to me. He said, in a year, you'll have 500 people. I mean, that felt so good to my ego. I mean, he just stroked my ego, said, yeah, I'm so good. And in, in, in a year, I'll have 500 people in here because I, I'm preaching the truth. And I didn't mean to have that kind of arrogant attitude, but I was 33 years old. Not, nothing against 33-year-olds. So we get, you know, I got in and you know the story, a a year came and went and I don't even think I had 50 people. And my ego was really, was really deflated, which it needed to be. Are you all with me? I needed to be kicked down a few notches because, but you see, but I, I, I grabbed hold of faith and I began to believe. I said, one day I believe that this will be a powerful ministry. I believe that against the odds. Because people tell me, you know, uh, raising a church, especially an independent church, because we're not part of any big denomination. You know, big denominations sometimes have an easier way of it, but that's not the true truth anymore. But, but back in those days, you know, the bigger denominations had a better shot at it because they're known and people trust them. Here I am, a little guy with real no top affiliation. I'm just an independent preacher starting an independent church. All I've got is the word of God and about two nickels in my pocket. That's about it. 
And uh, so people said to me, you know, it's never going to be, it's, it's, gonna, it's very hard to grow a church, you know, Pastor Ray, in Westchester County. It's gospel hardened. You know, there are a lot of demonic activity up here, a lot of religious demons. Well, that is the truth. But I found out that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Anybody know what I'm talking about? So when I was walking through the process of faith, everybody say the process of faith, I came up against a lot of obstacles along the way. There was a lot of discouragement because it wasn't easy. Of course, the devil didn't want this to happen because this kicks it, kicks it right in his teeth. You know, this is, this is a blow to his head because uh, he didn't want this church to come, come about. But I had to submit to the process of faith. So back in those beginning days, it was really, really small. And, and, but there was something really, really big on the inside of me. So I have to keep saying, I believe. I believe, even though what I see is not saying big, I've got big in me. Now, if you've got big in you, you've got to be willing to hold on and go through the process of faith so that the big in you can now be created on the outside of you. Does everybody understand what I'm saying? But sometimes people have big in them and what they do is they give up because they don't see it. They don't want to walk through the process. They want it to happen overnight or they think somehow their faith is weakened or their faith is not working. Your faith is working as long as you're believing as long as your, 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 your confession is in line with what you're believing, your faith is working even though you may not see results at the moment. Faith is a process. Now, I want to give you a couple of verses. I told you to open, I told you to open to Mark's gospel, right? But, but I want to give you this verse in Job. I love this verse. This helped me so many years ago. And it really kept me encouraged. And I hope it'll encourage you as well. Because I want to encourage some of you. You're walking it out by faith. I know that you're trusting God. I know you're believing for bigger things. I, do not lose your hope, your vision. Do not let go of it for one minute. Keep stepping it out by faith every day. Submit yourself to the process of faith. Because if you will, eventually... The big thing that's on, in, on the inside is going to manifest itself on the outside and you're going to walk into it. Come on, listen to me. It's the truth. Trust me. I'm nobody special. Believe me. I know all of my inconsistencies. I know all of, of the things that, you know, that challenge my life. I am, I am an unlikely, but because of faith, because of trusting God and being willing to go through the process of faith, I was able to get to the place that I am today. And I hope some of you surpass what I've been able to do in my life. I really do. And that's what I believe God has called me to raise up. And that's why I love the name of our radio show, More Than Conquerors. He's raised me up. He's called me to raise up people who will be truly more than conquerors. That we're going we're gonna to hold on in, in, our, in our faith and just believe until we see it manifested. But I want to give you this verse because this is a great verse. Some of you probably already know it. But in Job... The book of Job, chapter 8, and verse 7. I want to read it from a couple of different translations. But it says here, Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. I love that. Let me give it to you out of the New Century Version. Where you began will seem unimportant because your future will be so successful. You see, you, you, there's another verse, and I don't have it, but I've got it in my, I don't know the address. There's another verse in the Bible that says, do not despise the days of small beginnings. I should have wrote that down, but do not despise the days of, of small beginnings. Because you see, if you, by faith, 
will start out small and just keep declaring big or bigger or more, the end result is that more will come. You will see more happen because you are submitting yourself to the process of faith. You have to be willing to go through the process in order to get the results that you're seeking. And as a pastor, it's one of the most frustrating things because I see people get started. Church is like a revolving door. People come, people go. They serve God. They don't serve God. They come, they don't come. They help, they don't help. They give, they don't give. It's an up and down life. And they wonder why they can never catch the wind and just keep on going and just keep on rising. Oh, but even my life has just been going. I just keep hitting new levels in every aspect of my life as I just submit to the process of faith. You can't get frustrated. You can't get discouraged. You can't, you can't lose ground just because you have a couple of bumps in the road or a couple of circumstances or situations that come your way. Right here, he says, where you began will seem unimportant because your future will be so successful. Now, when I look back at all those years because of where I am now, all of that stuff back there seemed, seems totally like never even happened. It was so long ago. It seems so, un, un, I don't dwell on all of that. So I remember it because it was key in getting me to where I am. But when I, being on this side, I'm rejoicing. I'm just reveling in what God is doing and thanking God that my faith has worked and has gotten me to the place that I am today. Can I, can I get a better amen than that? Can you see? And this is what I live to teach people is that you can use your faith. You've got to express faith. You've got to believe it before you see it. And you have to keep declaring it until it becomes a reality. It will never be, it'll never come to pass until you start to exercise your faith. Right? He says, you believe it, then you'll see it. What's that, you know, uh, they're saying, I guess I'm from Missouri, I'll believe it when I see it. Is that, is that, is that how it goes, right? Something like that, some old-fashioned sound, I'm really dating myself. But, but anyway, it goes something like that. Well, God says, no, when you believe it, then you're going to see it. So you have to uh, be willing to go through the process of faith. Can I get a better amen than that? All right. So I want you to look to Mark's gospel chapter four. Let's just go right to Mark's gospel chapter four. And I think we see Jesus teaching us about this process of faith and uh, teaching us this principle of the kingdom of God. So many of us are very familiar um, with um, these uh, Mark chapter four about the parable of the sower and the seed. Now it's very interesting because I want to point something out to you that in Mark's gospel chapter four, Jesus preached this um, sermon or this message about the sower and the seed two times. He spoke it and then he spoke it again. Now it would seem to me that if he said something twice, it means that this is really important information. Would you agree with me? You know, you as a parent, when you really want to get something to your kid, you tell them twice. More, sometimes even more times. Lauren says sometimes even more. But you know what I'm talking about. When you want to get a message, you say it more than once. And in this case, he gave them the parable, but then he was uncertain as to whether they understood the parable. So he gave it to them a second time. Why? Because, and he also said in this particular parable, he said, if you don't understand this parable, you can't understand any of the parables. So it would seem to me that this is a really important place for we as believers to settle into and really study and evaluate and try to understand. Because if Jesus spoke it twice 
and he said, if you don't understand this one, you can't understand any of them. I would say that this is pretty important information that we must pay attention to. Can I get a better amen than that? So he gives the parable, and we're not going to go through the first part of of chapter 4, but he gives them the parable of four different kinds of soil. And he says there's, you know, the rocky, the hard soil, the uh, uh, superficial soil, the rocky soil, the thorny ground, and he talks about the good ground, right? And I've done extensive teaching on that. You all know those teachings, and maybe we'll go over those at another time, but that's not where I want to land today. So he talks about these uh, different types of soil that had the seed sown upon them. He said the seed was the word, right? In this parable, I'll just refresh your memory. He says that the sower goes and sows the seed, which is the word of God. And he sows it, some fall on the wayside, some fall on the rocky ground, which is the hard ground, some fall on the thorny soil, and some fell on the good soil. So the seed was sown. And then it says, he says that, the one that was, and he tells the, the end result was not good for the first three. See, God expects results. Amen. The word, when acted on in faith, ought to bring results in our life. Amen. Let me say it again. The word acted on in faith ought to bring, should bring results in a person's life. Why? Because the seed is living and it's active and it has the ability to produce whatever you need, want, or desire in your life. But Jesus said that there were three kinds of ground, that their heart was not in the right condition to receive it, but one heart was in the right condition. So let's just focus in for a minute on the one whose heart was in the right condition. And he says here, let's go to verse verse 20. He said, but these were the, the ones sown on good ground, Those who hear the word, accept it. See, you got to hear the word and then you have to accept it. You got to hear it and then you've got to accept it. Did you hear what I said? You can't just hear the word, walk out and keep living your life the way you always lived your life. Because that's how a lot of people are. And they wonder why they can't get anywhere or nothing changes is because they're hearing the word, but they're not accepting the word. You've got to accept it. In other words, you've got to receive it into your heart and let it change your life. Am I I preaching okay here this morning? So he said, these are the ones sown on good ground who hear the word, accept it, and listen to what happens. Bear fruit. They hear the word, good ground, hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. If you want things to change, if you want your life to change, if you want your marriage to change, if you want your finances to change, if you want your, 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 your emotional state to change, then you have to hear the word. You have to accept the word, do the word, live the word, believe the word in faith. And he says, this one bears fruit. So he says he bears fruit. But I want you to pay attention to the next words he says. Because he says, bears fruit. Some, some... 30-fold, 60-fold, and some 100-fold. And I've heard all kinds of messages on these verses, but I'm going to tell you what I believe. What you see there is Jesus is showing you the process of faith. You hear the word, you accept the word, you're not going to go to 100-fold just like that overnight, folks. It just doesn't happen that way. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. 
If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you missed any of the hundreds of inspiring, life-changing Bible study messages of encouragement taught by Pastor Ray on this More Than Conquerors radio station, such as those on salvation, healing, miracles, faith, forgiveness, and many more, podcast downloads of all these programs are yours free of charge by simply going to PastorRayNY.com or WMCA.com and clicking on Podcasts. That's podcasts at either PastorRayNY.com ny.com or wmca.com thank you for listening to and supporting this ministry of god-centered lessons of integrity and victory from the word of god and being ever mindful that as life's challenges come god's word is truth and will always impact our lives in a positive way in making us more than conquerors